0: You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP radio network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, T-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the stat man. Then a one, two, three what's going on everybody welcome to a brand new episode of hats tats and stats i as always am EZD, and i'm here with a special guest this week stepping up filling in doing your boys a favor it is maverick matt johnson from the two-point conversation and 19 other shows in <laughs> on the bicbp radio network matt what's up buddy
1: uh what's going on how are you doing
0: uh, I am living the dream. I just woke up. I'm shaking the cobwebs off. I got a cup of coffee in front of me and we're going to talk some football.
1: I am excited. I'm always, always down to talk some football. So thank you for
0: having me. Oh, anytime. I appreciate you <laughs> stepping up for us, man. Uh, it's always, it's always, and it's always fun to cross promote and do the stuff. So, uh, as I said at the top of the show, Matt is the main man behind the two point conversation. Uh, he does all kinds of cool stuff with the BICBP radio network as kind of the, uh, we'll call it the head figure there I guess would that be an appropriate term
1: I I I guess they call it I've heard showrunner I've heard a lot of different uh a lot of different definitions for what I actually am but um but yeah we'll we'll roll with that we'll roll with that
0: perfect and uh you know he also uh is the man behind the podcast precinct if you see any of the stuff that we share from there um you know it's just got a lot of good stuff going on and my man is busy as all hell so I love that he was able to carve some time out for me and join oh. us here on our our little show hats tats and stats
1: I will always try my best to, to make it apparent you do a lot for me for two points so it's literally the least I can do
0: yeah we, uh, we we've had a nice little run here where uh, I am I join Matt on Wednesdays on the discussion topics and you know so it'll be cool that we'll both be on an episode with each other on each other's show the same day this week
1: same day yes absolutely yeah that's never happened before
0: no so no it's it people are going (laughs) to think that we talked about football we hit stop save delete record and just did it again
1: (laughs) Did it all over again like nothing happened
0: (laughs) right now the cool part is the discussion topics aren't uh, week by week game by game specific where we're going game big game by game specifics here uh first and foremost and i'm gonna i'm going to enjoy your uh your take on this we talked a little bit about it Uh, when we recorded two point, but we're, we're, we're a Buffalo centric pro sports (laughs) podcast. So we'd be remiss not to talk about the bills specifically because they're on a bye week this week. So we're not going to talk about them in our track of games here. Um, As an unbiased party, as you know, a Colts fan who enjoys football, what did you see? What were your takes from the bills game? uh, If you got to watch and if you watched the whole thing?
1: Um, well I got to watch the second half of it because uh, sadly I work afternoons that's why we're recording this at noon uh, <laughs> right now but um, but you know it, it honestly wasn't a terrible game. It really wasn't a terrible game. I'm not sure what unfolded with the bills in the second half of uh, their matchup with the Titans because I think the Titans yeah they, they scored or yeah they scored I think just about every drive in the second half
0: yeah I believe it they was really six started in a row. to
1: rally back. Six in a row, five and something like that. Some insane stat like that. So, you know, I mean, kudos to the Titans. The Bills lost to a good team. Yeah. They lost to a a very good team. Um, A team that's, you know, been down on their luck a little bit at the beginning of this year. I know the Cardinals rocked them pretty good, but they lost to a good team. And honestly, like, perfection was never a goal. I mean, that was out the window when when the Bills lost to the Steelers in week one. But, you know what I mean, there's so much pre- – I, I think it might have taken the edge off. I, I think it could be a good thing. There, there are such things as good losses, you know what I mean, and, and the Bills had one this, this past sure. weekend against – I passed money against Tennessee. There is absolutely no shame in losing to a team like that. The games are always very good from a, just a, it's an unbiased, you know, just viewership point of view. And you know what, I mean, the, the call was fine. That, that, that call to go for it on fourth down was fine. Right. I think there's some kind of stat line where, where Josh is like 80% on those fourth and short, you know, quarterback sneak kind of things.
0: I've, I've seen everywhere from 93.2% to 94.7%. So like, it's insane. It's an insane stat line.
1: Right. How do you not go with him? How do right. you not go with him on that play? You know, it's fine. His foot slipped though. His foot slipped, his left foot. I don't know if he, his left foot like gave out. I don't know if it slipped, but again, that's, that's not completely on, on Josh. That's also his offensive line is getting no push. It was the right play call. It was the right, um, it was the right design. It just, you know, the execution just wasn't there. And I hope it doesn't deter Sean McDermott from doing that in the future. It shouldn't, it shouldn't. No. The stats are, the stats are overwhelmingly positive for, for going for it.
0: Yeah. And, and McDermott has already come out and said, basically, you know, I'm going with Josh 10 out of 10 times there. Um, you know, and the thing that I didn't like about it is, you know, I, I, I wish they would let him kind of do some other stuff. Um, you know, if he sees something. So like I noticed before he even like he took one step toward the line from shotgun, which they came out in and the four defensive linemen for the Titans pinched and then they all knifed across the face of the guy that they were lined up against. Um, you know, so they like as soon as he walked up, I'm, I'm thinking to myself like, oh, they know what we're doing here. And they did. Uh, and Josh still almost had it. Uh, I did see an overhead camera view that actually looked like he may have actually gotten it. Um, and, you know, but that's game of inches, right? You know, you're not always going to get the call. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the tiki tacky holding call on the kick return, especially if you've seen some of the video and pictures from Henry's 76 yard run. Um, right. You know, there are two or three of the same exact type of play uh, at the point of attack there. And bottom line, I mean, we had a holding call, take a uh, Dawson Knox touchdown off the board. We had a holding call, take a kick return, touchdown off the board. Um, those two things, you know, we don't, we don't hold or don't get called for holding. Uh, we put a ball in the end zone on the first two drives. And this is a completely different ball game. I mean, we're talking we, we could be talking blowout. If all four of those things happen, we're, we're talking blowout.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, feel you can't, you can't win games kicking field goals, especially no. with how high, high powered that this bill's offense is, you know, field goals are beneath them. I mean, Tyler Bass is, a fantasy kicking monster because <laughs> right. of how many field goals that the bills have had to settle for. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's shame, but this offense is too good to just be settling for, you know, field goals. And the, you know, the Titans defense, isn't like miraculous, right? It's not like this high, they lost some of their better defensive pieces. I think this year, they don't have a very good defense and it, it was just surprising that, 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 that defense held the bills out of the out of the end zone for for as many especially like I said, those first two drives you know if you go up two touchdowns on, on, a, on a team if the bills go up you know 14 nothing it's starting to get a little demoralizing
0: for right and, and you can't just go oh we have all the time in the world to lean on derrick henry and right. we can just don't worry about it we're gonna run the ball like and and that's exactly what it, i mean it, as if it was scripted you know i know we, we joke around about whether or not the nfl is actually scripted or not but you know Oh, Bills go down, get in the red zone, field goal, stop them. Bills go down, get in the get in the red zone, field goal. Two plays later, seventy six yards and see a house call, and all of a sudden the Titans are winning. We dominated that game at that point, dominated it, and one play was was kind of a you know a kick in the knackers. But um, I, I, the Bills have nothing to worry about. They outplayed Tennessee. I thought across almost the entire game. Um, you know, there was never a point up to and including that last drive where you are like, well, we're out of it. And right. you know, the, the, the ability to win ugly, I think is a championship caliber team thing because you're not right. always going to win pretty, right. It's not always going to be an easy game. It's not always going to be a blowout, you know, blow out the teams you should. I, I feel bad for the next three. I mean, we got the, <laughs> was it like the, the dolphins, the Jaguars and the Falcons or something like that in a row. I don't
1: think you guys are the Falcons.
0: I, I, am not positive. I don't know. No, schedule. actually
1: you might actually, you know what you might be. Um, yeah, I forgot. You guys are playing the NFC South this year.
0: Uh, Dolphin, Dolphins, sure. Jags, Jets. Jets.
1: Jets, that's what it was. Yep.
0: Yeah, so Dolphins, so, Jags, Jets, Colts, Saints, Patriots, and then we get the Bucs in December. That's scary. So, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I do feel bad. It's, it's, it's going to be a good stretch of games to kind of just get back on track. Get
0: yeah, back and to kind of figure out basics, a little bit fundamentals. of fundamentals. Yeah. Right. For sure. Uh, and I, I, I think this loss, to me makes the Tampa game more important. If we beat the Titans, we roll through that stretch of our schedule and we go in and, like, you slip up a little bit against the defending Super Bowl champs, uh, you know, okay, like, we'll, we'll get them when we see them at the end. But when all of a sudden you're talking about, like, well, oh, we slipped to the Titans, we slipped to the to the Steelers, now, you know, we slip up against the Bucks. like, you're starting to get that media murmur of, can't beat a good team. You dominate the bad teams, you dominate your garbage division, and... You know, but you play anybody worth their salt, and you lose. And you know, at the same time, people are saying that, and we still housed the Chiefs, and people are still calling the Chiefs a good team. So I don't know what to think of that. I love, yeah. I love it's, sports media when it comes to those things.
1: It's 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 wonky. It's 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 uh it's a, it's it's crazy. It, sports media is definitely crazy. Yeah, and there's been a lot of overreactions too. I think that's a big thing that there's been. I've been listening to WGR, which I I don't know why I do I do it, but. I listened, and, you know, these Bills fans are just having these epic meltdowns. Like, they aren't, like, a good team still. Right. Like, chill the, chill out. Yeah. Your team's fine. It, your team is fine. You can't win every single game. That's just not how it works. Right. And why would you want to win? I mean, yeah, you want to win every single game, but look at the pressure that gets put on teams who are undefeated, you right. know, heading into big-time games, Super Bowls. You're more worried about preserving that record than you are, you know, winning doing the things right and it it, it clouds your judgment it clouds play calling the bills are fine like just stop with the overreactions it's
0: i wholeheartedly agree there and the other part of it too is um i i love how you know like like last year we we threw for a thousand yard like thousands and thousands and thousands of yards and put up tons and tons of points and all we heard all offseason was we need a running game well we've tried to run the ball it's like our offense has done well. We're averaging over 30 or 35 points a game for the last, like up until this game for the last five. And what are we hearing again? We need to run the football. Why do you want to slow this offense down? Like our, 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 like, our running game should be a complement to what Josh Allen can do in the air and nothing more.
1: Honestly, has a running game really been
0: that bad this year? It is oh. up. I mean, I don't know. What pers- I,
1: I don't have analytics and numbers in front of me. But I see a, a a huge improvement in the run game oh, for sure. this year versus I did last year. Well, like, like Zach I, Moss, and for fantasy perspective, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary are actually kind of like more often than not starting worthy running backs. Right, flex players. They're up. Their production's up.
0: You know, I you know, I had the conversation with somebody the other day about it, and like it was Tuesday morning. You know, so I was still I woke up was still salty. Uh, we're still hurting from it because, you know, I'm I'm that guy who, you know, as a coach, I wear losses hard because I look at the things that we could have done, how we like if, if a team can flat out comes out and beats me. That's one thing. But I, I believe we beat ourselves here and, you know, we didn't do ourselves any favors. So and, and that's why the losses like that bother me as much as they do. But like I was saying, like, you know, we had 88 total yards on the ground. They had 147. The difference is one run. The one long run that Henry had is the only difference in those two games. Like you take that away, we outrushed them. Right, but we need a, well, we need a better running game because we didn't break one long one today. Like, come on. But yeah,
1: I don't know what they're expecting. Listen, Derrick Henry is a once in a lifetime running back. All right, and all these Bills fans are like they, they want to. We got to draft running back. We should have drafted running back first round. It's like no, yeah. How many times? Excuse me. How often? do like these first round running backs, you know, pan up. They really don't. Right. They really, they really kind of don't. I mean, I would uh, dare say, I mean, look at Saquon Juan Barkley uh, right now, a first round running back who is injury prone and may not live to see a second contract, a, a contract extension. He probably will not see kind of at least one that is reflective of his rookie season. Right. Um. You know, everyone, Travis Etienne was one that people were like, oh, the Bills should have drafted Travis Etienne. Well, you would have been real pissed this year if you drafted Travis Etienne and he blew I, out his ACL.
0: It's the only good thing about Jacksonville is they stepped in front of me and took him. Right. Because I didn't have the chance to, and I love it. Um. You know, Najee Harris is having a decent year, but not a great year. Uh, and I mean, De- and Derek Henry was a second round pick. Right. So I don't know. Suck it, I guess. <laughs> but uh that'll <laughs> that'll do it for uh for the bills portion of the show uh we try to keep that short and sweet and just kind of because we we end up working our feelings in on it uh the rest of the way but uh we we head in when we talked about them because of the bye week and this is the this is the monster of bye weeks uh we've got six teams on bye which is two more than any other week of the year buffalo dallas jacksonville the chargers the vikings and the steelers all on bye this week uh Fantasy owners are probably racking their heads because, oh, I mean, it's bad. at it's least, bad. I mean, three or four of those teams have everyday starters that guys could have on their roster. Uh, if you're like me, who ignores bye weeks when you go into a draft because I want the best team, and if I lose one week because of it, you know, <laughs> Jesus, that is the one part I hate about doing this the way I do this on Zoom now is. My phone calls come through my computer and then they blow my eardrums out. So apologize for that, everybody. Um, but yeah, so big bye week this week. And, you oh, know, it's terrible.
1: Yeah. I told you one I mean, of my leagues, I didn't pay attention to bye weeks either. I have Dak and Kirk Cousins as my starting court as my quarterbacks. And both of them are on un- buys.
0: Right. Like, that, like that's probably the one position like I'll pay attention to my backup quarterbacks bye week solely because the only reason to carry two is for the bye week or an injury. Correct. So, like, I, I'll, I'll, that, that's the one that I pay attention to. But like, I looked through my one draft this year, and I like, I have, I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of sevens on that list. <laughs> so like, <laughs> now I'm scrambling to like Frankenstein a team together. But again, if I if I take an L on one week and I do well the rest of the year, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that. So right. But yeah, it's,
1: uh, yeah, it's a pain.
0: Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely tough. Especially like last week, two teams. Next week, two teams. This week, six. You you couldn't have put two of these teams on last week or this or or uh, a week from now. Come on.
1: They did the buys late this week this year too, which was interesting. They did the yeah. buy uh, they started a little bit later. I think week yeah you know, week six was the first buy typically in a sixteen game season or a sixteen game seventeen week season. Uh, week four is when they start doing the buys. I was a little surprised by that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we start this week off with uh, the quick turnaround for the Browns and the Broncos tomorrow night, and uh, big news not announced this morning that Case Keenum is going to start for Cleveland.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. Who would have seen that coming?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I certainly didn't. I certainly didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good opportunity for him to kind of just kind of get back in rhythm. Uh, Case, I mean, Case Keenum he's a decent quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback at, by any means, but um, yeah, I'm a little. I was a little surprised. Baker was really gung ho about about starting this uh, this week, and just not meant to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, and he he's he's gotten banged up a few times. Like, you know, you, you, we saw him. He threw a pick, and he tried to make a tag, or maybe maybe he tried to throw a block, and he like separated his shoulder a little bit. I mean, he like. Yep he at bare minimum, my man's been playing hard. Um, and he's, he's shown some heart this year. Uh, for some reason, he's just not getting it done. And this was when Baker came out, we talked about, uh, you know, he had his ceiling and his, he was as ready as anybody in the draft class, but he also had the lowest ceiling because what he was is what he was going to be. Um, so this is tough. And, you know, obviously now case Keenum's getting the start. I don't know if case Keenum's ever had a rhythm, but, uh, we're going to find out, I guess. And a
1: couple years ago.
0: A couple right. years ago. And and this is tough because, I mean, the Broncos are coming off a, uh, a tough week from Teddy B. Yeah. Throwing, throwing three picks against the Raiders. So this could have been a potential get right game for the Browns. And now I don't know because Case Keenum is starting.
1: Right. And they're, I mean, they're dangerously close to be having a losing record. And for a team that was in the super Bowl bubble in my opinion oh yeah um i i this is just is disappointing i mean you got to look at the quality of you know the, their quality of losses and stuff they lost to some really good teams there's no doubt about it oh but for sure. this is this is a terrible hole to be in especially with the way that the afc north is kind of unshaping uh or shaping up to be my word cleveland's falling behind quick i mean yeah, there's a real risk that they're going to be three and four. Uh, there's a real ch- chance that they'll be three and four. Yeah, just everything. I mean, Chubb's out. Uh, you know, their their wide receivers have been messy at best. It's it's a very uncertain time to be Cleveland right now. They're they're taking they they're having a divisional round hangover. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, because uh, Chubb's out, Hunt's out. Um. Apparently Baker just cannot get along with Odell Beckham.
1: Um, uh, statistically, I mean, yeah, it's for the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, and l- like we, I've I've talked about it a few times on the show how uh, the Browns' offense is somehow better without Odell. But yeah, I don't. Know, that's that that's a tough look for anybody. Like you are looking to go and, and get and get paid to and play anywhere else, like Jacksonville, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, where, where else are you gonna go at this point? Right. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah, a Philly, maybe.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, they can use wide receiver help, but even still, would you want to go to that situation where, where your quarterback is barely getting over a hundred yards passing? Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> that's, that's one of those things. Like that's probably a best and worst case scenario. I mean, you you look at, you look at guys on teams that, you know, that don't have problems like that. And like, uh, you know, Wes Welker came out this week and said about his increased production and catching a touchdown this week, he was like, well, you know, I would rather not be involved and win. Uh, I don't think that Odell's like that. I think Odell's like, I don't care. I just want the ball.
1: He wants he's one of those target guys. And uh, it was interesting. We, we spoke, me and Andrew, uh, my co-host Andrew for two point, one of my co-hosts. We talked to uh, Stephen Baker, who uh, played on the, um, the giant Super Bowl winning team against Buffalo in, the, in, in 1990. And he goes, yeah, we knew our job. We weren't going to get a ton of targets. We just went out there and, and and whatever had to happen, had to happen. We didn't care about targets. But OBJ has always been a, a kind of a target hog, so to speak. Right. And, and people are kind of seeing it. You know, he needs his numbers. He needs his stats up. But that was, in, you know, that was an interesting thing that he said, you know, about guys like Odell Beckham Jr. Is that it's not a team first thing. It's the stats and how much money can I uh, make from from a huge stat line. And, yeah, he's, he's not a I don't want to say he's not a team player, but, you know, it's.
0: You don't want to say to he's not a team easy. player, but he's not a team player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at least certainly so in the past. I mean, his Giants run was terrible at the end. Oh, God. Israel, yeah.
1: it was terrible. It was that was embarrassing.
0: It's it's never good when your stud running or uh, your stud wide receiver is getting more national attention for him fighting the kicking net than anything else he's doing on the <laughs> field. So, Ain't that the truth? That is that is the uh the highlight of a lifetime right there. Oh so yeah. Who, uh, who you got taking this one? The Browns, uh, the Browns hosting, hosting the Broncos.
1: Uh, this is a tough one for me. I, I, I mean, if it, like I said, if Baker and, and companies out there and ready to go, it's, it's Cleveland all day, but Denver is not a terrible team. No, I think they're not. I, I, I think I have to go Denver. I think I have to go Denver.
0: So th- this is actually a funny one because, uh, we're doing our games of the week and Austin, Austin is debating picking this one for upset of the week for us. And I looked at, it. I was like, you know, they're starting Keenum and they don't have either running back. Right. And he's like, yeah, but yeah, they're the home they're three months out. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they were favorites last week against the Cardinals too. Like, and <laughs> I, pi- I picked them as an upset and got ungodly amounts of crap on Facebook for it. And so much so that when like, I didn't care that I didn't get the game right. I took the final score, made a graphic, and posted it in some of the comment sections, and was like, "It was indicative of the." Just checking to see if y'all still dumb boys, but it was just checking to see if the Browns are still the if Browns are still the favorites here with the forty seven to fourteen score or whatever the hell it was.
1: Yeah, they got it. Was bad. It was that was a statement game for Arizona,
0: Ooh, big time.
1: I thought that I thought the Rams win was big. Yeah, I thought that, the Rams win was big. Uh, that their win against the Rams was big, but this was like. Okay, we just went and kicked the crap out of Cleveland. Like, it was bad. It was real yeah.
0: bad. Yeah, that was that was definitely <laughs> that was a tough look for Cleveland. Uh, I am taking the Broncos <laughs> here too. Uh, I just I think there is too much going on with the Browns that their 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 defense might hold the Broncos down, but they're not going to be able to score because they don't have their the two things that make their their offense click are both out being Nick Chug and Kevin right. Greenmont. So uh, I don't think they know who they are with those two, but they know even less without them.
1: Yeah, it's it it it, they're they're run first. I mean, they're they're kind of a run first team, right? And and yeah, it it's it's bad. It's 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 really bad right now
0: in Cleveland. They're they're in trouble. Yeah, their their team is very much indicative of, uh, of the build of say the Titans, who are hosting the Chiefs this week after you know coming nothing like these three teams having a gauntlet with each other the last two years, where you know the Bills played them back to back last year, played them back to back this year, and now coming out of it, the Chiefs and the Titans meet at the end. Uh, to give it one to give it a go between the two of them so um the chiefs who are turnover machines this year compared to what they've been and the titans who seem to have found a little bit of a stride maybe their offense is getting healthy and can put some points on the board uh, i can tell you when i saw this offense on paper i was not a fan because obviously they're not my team um, and that i mean when you have a once in a lifetime guy like derek henry you, you can't be excited to play them i can tell you that so no. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. Derrick Henry uh, might run for 300 yards this week. Oh, easily.
1: It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It wouldn't surprise me at all. It's, uh, yeah, it, there, there, there could be some trouble that Titans got the momentum right now. Titans got the momentum right now. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. I, there's, so, there's so many concerns with, with, with the chiefs defensively, um, you know it, defensively even offensively right now they just they're just not looking the same uh you know a couple of weeks ago I, I i would have been you know i i would have been like oh casey's got this but not so much anymore not so much anymore casey's what 3 and 3 right now uh yes yeah casey's 3 and 3 right now yeah i'm titans i, I titans are definitely i mean this could be a big game they've had a couple of good games over the last couple of years too so yeah, Derek Henry's gonna run, probably run a train.
0: Yeah, uh, this this has been picked. I picked this as our shootout of the week um, for the hat stats and stats game of the week because I think I don't think either one of these teams can stop the other one. I don't think the Chiefs are not going to try to run the football. They're going to try to go fast paced, high octane, stretch the field, open it up, and tear it up. And I think every time they they hit a shot, I think Derek Henry's going to go and go. All right, I'll I'll score my fifth touchdown today. <laughs> like, yeah, no it's, big it's, deal. Uh, Derek, I'm, I'm going bold claim. Derek Henry throws a touchdown pass in this game. That's how that's how much of a shootout this game. I like Derek that. Henry's throwing a touchdown.
1: I like that. They've been giving him the ball a little bit. So, I like that call. They've been giving um, him the ball to th- chuck and throw a bit. So
0: Yeah, I think, uh, especially with some of the, the weird uh, trickery that we saw the Titans try to work in last week, like the fake throwback, then the attempted throwback, um, which Vrabel's a dick, but...
1: Oh, yeah, that was all that was all head games that was all
0: it sure was (laughs) it sure was so um i think i think the titans take this one honestly
1: i i do too i have a unless the team like unless the team is like far in like just just tra- unless the team is trash, I have a hard time picking the Chiefs right now against a good team, especially Chiefs. one as offensive heavy as, as the Titans.
0: Yeah, the only the only way I pick the the only way the Chiefs win this game is if they jump out to an early lead and just keep the, the pedal to the metal. Um, if the, if the Titans start slow, they're going to be in trouble. But I think if I'm the Titans, I want the I want to start with the ball. If I win the toss, I'm not deferring. I'm taking the ball and I'm making a statement on the first drive that I'm going to run you over all day. Uh, right. If they don't. I think that's where they're going to get in trouble. But the uh, do you think do you think Aaron Rodgers owns the Washington football team the way he owns the Bears? Uh,
1: I would dare say so. I would dare say so, man. I, I don't think I've ever seen Washington beat the Packers <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what? Honestly, there's not a whole lot of Washington fans right now anyways. Right. The, there's there's not a uh, there's not a lot going for Washington right now I think it, being a
0: washington fan would be a bad look like if tough. you if you came out and said i'm a fan of the football team people would look at me like what's wrong with you <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what what do you have going on at home that i like should we should we be, we be worried about you like should we should we call somebody yeah do you get beaten at home you know, like, right?
1: <laughs> no no doubt no doubt yeah this one how underwhelming that washington's defense has been this year Talk about a sophomore like,
0: slump for like cha- a guy like Chase Young holy and stuff. Like
1: Christ, yeah. I mean we have a we have a Washington fan on our show, uh, two point, and you know he, he's just like I, I he's like I can't do it anymore. He was hyped up. He's like, man, we should have drafted Justin Herbert instead of Chase Young.
0: And and you know
1: I mean hindsight is is definitely twenty twenty. There's no doubt about that. But
0: yeah, there's um, a bunch of teams that feel that way. How do you think Miami yeah. feels? I mean, we'll, we'll, oh we'll get to that, but.
1: <laughs> oh yes, we will. But, but yeah, hundred percent, man. It's it, that defense was the highest touted, like one of the highest touted defenses going into fantasy football this year. People were draft were so sold on this team and the Washington football team defense. I was they were drafting them
0: high. I was a believer. I mean, you know, me, I'm, I'm a big Fitz guy. I thought, I believe too. I believe too. This is going to be the best team he's ever played on. You know, it's autom- an automatic upgrade at the cor- at the most important position. You, you like, you kept a lot of your young talent. Like you kept, like you didn't really lose much, and you upgraded the quarterback position. There's no reason you're not fighting for the division right now. And then Fitz gets an old man hip injury, and it was all downhill from there. Yeah, but, I mean like, Taylor
1: Heineke hasn't played terribly, but he's now he's nowhere near the level of Fitz. No. You, you, there's there's growing pains that are going to come with Heineke, but yeah, this Washington as their season unraveled very very quickly. Um, I I just can't believe how just I mean they're not even in games. No, like that's the thing that bothers me so much. Like I had this team maybe uh, we had like a double digit wins. Myself and my buddy Brian, I was like, wow, th- this team's got to improve, right? Like you said, Ryan Fitzpatrick added to the fold. This defense is lights out, and you know, they had a, they had a lead very briefly on Kansas city last week, right? 13 right. to 10, they were up and then Kansas yeah. city just took it to them. And there was no, there was no coming back.
0: Yeah. Kansas city decided to find that next level that they've been missing the last couple of weeks. And uh, there was just no slowing them down. And like when, when you're Washington and you're, you struggle to slow down a good offense that makes it tough in your division when you're in a division with Dallas
1: right just now. Yeah, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Dallas is, I mean, head and shoulders above everybody
0: else in the East right now. It's, yeah. It, it's, you, you can't, you can't it, bank, bank your season on Dallas's quarterback getting hurt every year.
1: No, and That's, no, that's like kind of what Romo it looks like era. the rest of this division it's is not, doing. It's not like, it's not like the Romo era anymore. That's right. it, just, that's, that's the way it is.
0: Yeah, where, where you're guaranteed to get six games without the dude for the year because he's gonna get banged up. <laughs> Minimum six games. Oh, uh, yeah. pa- Packers walk this one to me. They, I mean, they stomp a mud hole in him, walk it dry, and send him back to Washington, wondering what the hell they're doing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it, it won't be even close. He, yeah, it, there's no explanation needed, no defense, there's no like attempt, like, oh, maybe Washington could pull. No, it, there's nothing. I would actually be very curious. I, I want to look up the spread right now. I'm very curious about what the spread is uh, between these two teams. It's got to be astronomical.
0: If it's less than 10, I officially like, will tell you that Vegas has no idea what they're doing.
1: It's eight. Packers are eight-point favorites.
0: Jesus Christ. That's a joke. Uh, that, like You're kidding, right?
1: I wish I was.
0: That's brutal.
1: Holy, there's some big spreads this week. Holy Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely not
0: there's... a, it's definitely not a great week of, of games. I can tell you that much.
1: No, it is bad. It is really bad. We'll talk about those when we get to them, though. But yeah, Packers favored by eight um, in this game. It, it's not going to be pretty.
0: No, and and again, the fact that they're only getting eight at home against the against Washington, who's been playing really not good football. Uh, I like this, this is up there with the head scratcher of why the Browns were the favorites last week. I just, I don't understand what, like, like, did, did they hire some, like some new intern who doesn't know what they're talking about? They're like, ah, oh, this looks good. The Browns uh, orange, the cool color, like, oh, I like the fact that they're called the football team. We'll give them, we'll get like, what's a Packer. That's dumb. Like, <laughs> give them a <eight> point. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, that's, that's. Certainly not generous enough.
0: (laughs) But uh, we're we're going to move on to what is going to be the game of the week, according to uh, T Wave, our you know the the OG hat stats and stats host with yours truly, the Bengals at the Ravens for the lead in the AFC North. I'm excited for this. This is going to be a good game.
1: I shouldn't be excited for this because I've seen this um, very situation so many times with Cincinnati. And usually after a game like this, this is where they start to unravel. It's just how it's been. But there is a lot of excitement. Cincinnati is a very good football team this year. They should be five and one right now. If they're if their idiot kicker, <laughs> if their kicker would have made a field goal against Green Bay, they should be five and one right now.
0: No kidding. And
1: honestly, they, honestly they, should they have lost to Chicago as much as they did? I mean, an L's an L, but man. Man. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: you know, they they beat the Vikings that we've talked time and again are not a terrible football team, they have a lot of talent on offense at bare minimum. Um, right, they thumped the Steelers, took the Packers to the brink, like uh, then, but then they, they got taken to the edge by the Jaguars, they got beat by the Bears who were still trying to figure things out, like you know, and then last week they beat up on the Lions as they should, so right, I mean. This is, this, this is tough. I they're I think they're a good team. I really do.
1: No, I do, too. And honestly, going into this year, Zach Taylor was like, man, this dude's, you know, a hot seat kind of coach right here. But the team has looked good. And can't deny it. The offense is, is it's humming. It's, the offense is fun. Joe Mixon's playing his best ball. They got us, you know, Jamar Chase is playing uh, the way that everybody expected him. To pre-draft, not so much off-season, but
0: pre-draft, he looks. You know, he looks. He he, he's he looks hard. unbelievable. Did you see that block he threw downfield last week? It was good. Gross. God, get out of! It like, was gross. If if you could put a compilation of that block from all different angles to move, bitch, get out the way, I would be like, yeah, I'm just going to share that every day. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, you know what? The, their defense is playing good too.
0: Yeah, the, the, very quietly. The, I
1: could, I couldn't name you a single defensive player on Cincinnati for Cincinnati right now, but they're playing good.
0: Yeah. And like, they're very quietly playing very good football. And yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bengals take this one. The Ravens have been rolling. Um, you know, I, I think you, you got to be built to beat teams in your division. And I think the Bengals are built to beat the Ravens. I, I, I don't know why. But I think they like their big playability, their ability to stretch the field and having Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be the better quarterback on Sunday, in my opinion.
1: I mean, I certainly hope so. He's got the tools to pick apart this Ravens defense. But, um, you know, we talked, yes, you and I talked yesterday about uh, about how miraculous this, this, this season has been for Baltimore. I mean, this is, this is really good. They're playing out of their mind since he's playing really good. I, I, I'm, I'm a later for this one. I don't even, I'm doing this thing for our picks lately, right? I try to pick with my head, not my heart. My heart was <laughs> Cincy. Uh, when I do that, I usually pick pretty well. My heart says Cincy, but my head says Baltimore, sadly, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I don't do that. I just go with my gut. I take my head <laughs> and my heart out of it. I go with my gut.
1: I went fourteen and two. The first week, I decided to use my head and not my heart. Yeah, boy. So,
0: yeah. Listen, uh, all I know is you can't. You you, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and you, you like you, you can't be afraid to take a shot. And I like I, and I take shots. I have a whole show called Shot Takes. So, let's <laughs> go. <like, Yo. laughs> um, speak like uh, mo- moving moving through uh, the Panthers visiting the Giants. The Panthers should roll this game. Like the Panthers should I walk through this. So. Like, the Giants are bad. Um, when Danny Dimes plays really well, their defense sucks. When the defense plays really well, Danny Dimes looks like he's never played football before. Um, Saquon Barkley can't stay on the field. And when your best offensive weapon is, struggles to stay on the field, it, you're going to struggle as a team.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the Giants uh, so far this year. Very disappointing year um, so far from but, yeah, Carolina should be good. I mean, they've lost three straight now. So, and, and they looked like a good football team through the first. I mean, the, obviously the first three wins, really good. Um, they even didn't look terrible against, against Dallas, and this thing started to unravel a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I, I think Carolina should have, have a good time here. Good way for uh, the Panthers to get back in rhythm. I know they got a lot of injury issues going on themselves. Yep. Christian McCaffrey got put on IR. Uh, back on IR on IR officially yep. this this past week, so that's a, that's a tough thing to overcome. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I would definitely say Panthers.
0: Speaking of first round running backs, I mean, he's played six games since two thousand nineteen, right? Like great great player when he's on the field, but he's played six games since two thousand nineteen, and three of them were this year. He got but paid,
1: man. Got paid, and and, and there's a uh, there's a uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that, that that could end up being, you know, a really bad contract that the Panthers issued out.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, the best of it, the best ability is availability. If you're not able to play, I, I don't know why I'm paying you. So, right. Um, right. The, the Panthers, I think, take this one. Um, I think this is going to be an ugly win. I don't, and I don't know why, because, Oh, I know why. Cause I pick with my gut. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly yeah. W's Chubba Hubbard's going to have like 75 yards and two scores. Ugly <laughs> W.
1: It, it and honestly could be Carolina has got to really like blow me out of the water. Like they, they really got to like show me something in this game that they have a little spunk or that their, their playoff ambitions are done.
0: Yeah. Uh Speaking of ugly, there's going to be an ugly W in Miami this week. We just don't know who it's going to be. The lowly Falcons. <laughs> Against the, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know who the Dolphins are. Like, I have no idea what to take this game. This is our suck bowl of the week. This is the big diesel. I lied. How is this not the suck bowl? Oh my God. This
1: is the suck bowl. This is hundred percent
0: suck bowl. Okay. So this is Matt's. This is, I mean, I'm giving Matt, I, I don't have time to adjust the graphic, but <laughs> Matt Maverick, Matt's suck bowl of the week is the Falcons dolphins. I don't know how we didn't pick this one like I'm gonna have to have words with my man big diesel about it because that's bad but oh my god like what's the over under this game 10
1: uh, let me take let me take a little gander uh oh. falcons uh, okay falcons are two and a half point favorites but the over under is 47 and a half yeah I, I I'm taking the under all day
0: yeah I'm taking Especially, the Fal- like, I'm, I'm probably taking the falcons in the under <laughs> like Because I watched the Dolphins go and just piss a game away against Jacksonville, of all people. And, I mean, everything else, at bare minimum, this game was going to overtime and you had a shot, right? And what do they do? They come out and they play prevent defense, thinking that this team doesn't have enough time in eight seconds to get in field goal range and call a timeout. And what do they do? They don't defend the middle of the field. They let up a pass in front of their first line of defense who knifes through, dives over the first down marker two yards closer than the last field goal. Their field goal kicker just hit and call timeout with one second left. <laughs> if that's not the epitome of the Dolphins season so far, I don't know what is. There, the Falcons are going to look like a football team this week.
1: I know. I can't wait. You know, a deck, deck is out on by, and I went and looked, and I was like, oh, Matt Ryan's free in a lot of leagues. He's available. Matty Ice with
0: a top notch matchup this week. You know what?
1: I'll take I'll take the over and I, I have Matt Ryan with scoring 48 points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh 48 to 3 W for the Falcons coming in hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 not gonna be pretty. It's it's <coughs> it, it's bad. Miami's defense is bad. Their offense is bad. It, it's one and six. Never thought I would have said that. This year. So, Never thought I'd see that.
0: I I have an issue. Um, I could have, taken like, I, I, I need with, with Baker not starting in a two quarterback league. I needed to find a quarterback. There were two starting quarterbacks that were available for this week for me. Geno Smith against the Saints. Oh, God. And Zach Wilson against the Patriots. Oh, my God. I went with Geno Smith. I took the old Jets quarterback over the current Jets quarterback. There was no other options? No. So, I, okay, there are other options. The only other option in this league is Tom Brady. However, we have a league-wide rule that Tom Brady is not allowed to be rostered. We've oh. banned Tom Brady from this fantasy league. Jesus.
1: You're all Bill, Bills fans, right?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, and <laughs> the, it, all, all, like, all Bills fans and one, one Jets fan.
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> but like, so I'm looking at the available quarterbacks in this league, Brady Wilson, and then Hill, Mariota Lance, who I just dropped because he's not starting anymore. Cause he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, Eason Morgan from Lutton, <laughs> McDonald, Danucci, Ben Denucci. Stevens, Stanley, uh, Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbert, Huntley, Dalton, Loworky oh who God. the fuck is Loworky? He's the he's a Giants backup. That's who he. Yes, is. yes. Cook us it's like Chris or something. Oh, the, he's not available. Tyrod Taylor. So Tyrod Taylor is still on IR, which doesn't help me right now. Like, there's there's nobody. Joe Flacco. Oh, I how many picked, teams are in this league? Uh Eight. But it's a if you start two quarterbacks. In oh, he's starting two. Should. That's... Oh, I can't even do that. Who? Davis Mills is here.
1: I would take Davis
0: Mills. Damn it. I'm so mad I didn't see him before.
1: Well, who? Wait, who did? Oh, Houston's playing Arizona. Maybe not. Right. Maybe not.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Do I go ballsy and pick up Case Keenum? Case Keenum or Geno Smith?
1: (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I don't even know because he, Case Keenum has no supporting cast. Right. He has nothing. So you might as well just stay with Geno. He's got DK and, and Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins. All right, you might as well just stick with Gino.
0: Yeah. He's got better receivers there. So, yeah. I mean, so yeah. Gino Smith starting a fantasy football game for yours truly this week. That's brutal.
1: What is this, 2015? Right? No, not even. You got punched out in 2015. What is this
0: 2014? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna look like 2014 when the Patriots mop the floor with the Jets to get back on track.
1: Oh my God! Yeah,
0: I don't like. I'm I'm not ready to call the Robert Salah experiment a failure because you need more than a year. But this t- this shows you just how bad this franchise was when, like. He made some good moves. They had some good the like a good draft, some good pickups, and the jets still suck. Right. In a bad yeah, division, even, the jets still suck.
1: Right. Yeah, they're they're at the bottom of a terrible division. They're tied with Miami for last place right now. Jets are a terrible just franchise.
0: Technically, they're a half game ahead. Thank you, bye weeks.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> that's <sighs> uh the Patriots Patriots are gonna wax this one. Poor Zach Wilson's going to get mac and cheesed again.
1: Again. He's going to have like two fantasy points.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Going to be seeing ghosts all over again. Must be New York. <laughs> it's got to be a New York thing. Got to be a did New York Did you know?
1: Thing. Did you know? I don't know if you listened to our episode, but when me and Andrew discussed the uh, the curse of Joe Namath and the Jets, did you know that a fan got killed by a, uh, a flying lawnmower at a Jets game? What? In the 70s? Go look it up. I swear to God, oh my God, I swear to God in 78 or 79, they were, it was a halftime show and they had, a, they, they had a flying lawnmower and it was like, wow, look how cool it is. The blades were spinning so fast that it flew and it crashed into a, uh, two Patriots fans and killed them
0: or it killed them, at least is, one of them. And that is why the Patriots have owned the jets ever since.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, Mo Lewis hitting Drew Bledsoe doesn't help either, but Yeah. That's uh,
0: <laughs> that's a bad look. Well, the Patriots <laughs> are gonna good. are gonna keep exacting their revenge by lawn mowing the Jets here. Yes. So yes, uh, Austin, the stat man, picking the Eagles over the Raiders for the upset of the week this week. He, um... uh, he 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 ended up deciding not to go with the Browns game there, and decided to go Eagles getting off the snide against the Raiders. It's a ballsy call. Let's see if it works out for him.
1: I don't know about that.
0: I don't have. I don't <laughs> have faith.
1: I. I, I don't either. I, I. think the Eagles are horrendous. They're this.
0: This is also, admittedly, the toughest game of the week to pick because. Is it? Yeah.
1: I mean, the Raiders aren't like that bad. I know they got a lot of issues. No, I mean, I mean as a whole, like the upset of the week. Oh, as, as a whole. whole. Oh, I got. Is, oh, is the tough to pick. Okay. I got you. Because you're you're that you're, is you're,
0: ba- you're you're picking an underdog to knock someone off, and that's just that thing. is true. It's tough to do. That's fair. No, that
1: makes, that makes sense. I, I, I changed my, um, I, I retract my previous statement, but, uh, but that is interesting. That is certainly interesting. Yeah. Philly's got some good weapons and stuff, but they're just so blah.
0: Yeah. And the, and the Raiders have that element of explosiveness to them still. Uh, it, it's tough to pick against them in this game.
1: It is. It, it really is. The, the Raiders are still, like they said, they, they went and took it to a good defense last week in Denver um, I still think despite not having John Gruden anymore, that they're coached pretty well and they have a lot to prove right now. There's a lot. I mean, they could totally fall off. Like Denver could be like that one game where they did really good. And then, uh, they just kind of fall, but I, I just don't see it here. I, I don't see it here. The Raiders are a far superior team.
0: Agreed. Yeah. I, it's going to be, who knows, man. So I, I have, I have to ask your a professional opinion, um, so if at some point during this game they switch to Gardner Minshew, do I get credit for my bold claim? Yes. Perfect. Let's yes, go Raiders. Say so. Yes. <laughs> Fire the <up>. Raiders. <laughs> uh, the the Jared Goff revenge game is up next. The Lions visiting the Rams. Oh dude, this is this spread is terrible. Yeah. Not,
1: oh, yeah, it's 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 the it's but it's not even the second biggest spread of the week or no, it is the second biggest spread. It's not even the, the first biggest spread. Um, the Rams are 14 and a half point favorites. Good guy over under 15 and a half. So go Rams. <laughs> uh, However, the
0: Lions are, are going to shock the world. They
1: might because I did buy a Matthew Stafford jersey.
0: Oh no. Um, wow. What are you doing? You hate <laughs> right, everyone?
1: I, apparently. I'm a miserable pile of garbage. Um, no, the, the, the Lamar <laughs> the cult Jackson jersey. So sold everyone's up. gonna suck. <laughs> the Lamar Jackson jersey got got it was out of order or out of stock.
0: Oh so they're like, hey, you
1: want one? And I was sitting on the toilet and I was like, man, I gotta get a jersey and a pinch here. So I was like, "Oh, Matthew Stafford." I was like, "Oh no!"
0: <laughs> oh man! So
1: it would not surprise me. So listen, everybody, put put ten dollars on the Lions right now for that fact I, alone.
0: I, I might. I actually might.
1: For the listeners like you don't. I, I'm not going to go into deep detail, but I have a jersey curse where if I buy somebody's jersey, they usually lose, and uh, yeah, go have a heavy all in on downturn the
0: Lions. in production. They they die. <laughs> yeah. um, L.A. might blow up this weekend. <laughs> hey I'm man, not saying Detroit, I blame Matt for there's... buying a Josh Allen jersey this week, but he bought a bet Josh Allen jersey this week. Josh played well, <laughs> but the Bills lost.
1: Yeah, but Josh also tripped. Right. <laughs> right. He slipped in the final game when he touched down, so I, I might have had something to do with it. Oh, uh, if you're a betting man, if you're a betting person, listen, 22% of bettors have put money on Detroit. So... You're not the only one out there.
0: However, <laughs> how do I bet on games? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I want to so, learn
1: myself. There's so apparently, there's an app for it. You could oh. there's apparently an app for it. I want to learn at sports betting because I feel like I can actually like win money sometimes. Right. But yeah. It's uh it's gonna be bad. Matthew Stafford's gonna
0: carve him up. This so you, s- you said this is the second worst. Of uh, this is the second did. worst, yes. So I'm gonna guess the third worst is the Bucks at the uh, the Bears at the Bucks.
1: Third worst is Bucks and Bears, yep. Yeah, Bucks are 12 and a half point favorites with an over under 47. Oh boy, the biggest one, I think we kind of touched. Did we I, we might have touched that? In our, no, we really have. No, it's okay.
0: gonna be the next one. I, I already know what it is. Okay, so, okay, all right. Um, all right, it's gonna be a long day for the Bears, it's gonna be a long day for Justin Fields. Um, I think that's really all that needs to be said is the Bucks are just the better team here.
1: Right. No, they are. There's no doubt about it. I mean, listen, the Bears defense is really, really good. Yes. So that offense is really, really bad. This is vintage Bears. This is how they, they've always operated. Um, I don't get it. Like Matt Nagy should have been. It, it's a huge detriment that, that Matt Nagy is there right now. Huge detriment to this, this Bears team. And, and we've talked about it before, too. It's a big testament you know, to what Mitch Trubisky was able to do. Right. With that offense, just seeing how bad it regressed. It's, it's, it's not fun. I, I would not want to be a Chicago bear right now. It's, if, it's not fun.
0: If I were to give you a word meme, it would be the bears defense and a picture of the Hulk and the bears offense and a picture of like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like, like, because I think there's a hold lot up, of thought hold there. Hold up, I got a meme to make. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Because um, I think there's a lot of thought there, but it doesn't, I mean, doesn't mean it can produce on a football field, I guess. Let's go with Probably. that. So,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Bucks by a lot in this one. And then the biggest spread of the week has to be the Texans visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. If, yes the, it is. if the Cardinals don't beat the Texans the way the Bills beat the Texans, I'm going to start asking questions about the Cardinals.
1: <laughs> All right. So, listeners, if you want to know what the spread is, right now, as of 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to say the 20th. Yes. Uh, the Cardinals are 17 and a half point favorites.
0: Oh, my God. That is a God.
1: college football spread. <laughs> That is a college football spread. It's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. I want to see what. Okay. So that is three points off the ninth biggest spread in NFL history.
1: Which uh, was it Chiefs and Jets last year?
0: Chiefs and Jets last year at 20 and a half. The Pats at the Bucks in 76 were, were uh, was a 21 point spread. The Pats at the Dolphins in 07 were 22. The Cowboys at the Bucks in 77 was 23. Niners at the Falcons in 87 was 24. Niners at the Bengals in 93 was 24. Pats Eagles 07 week 12 was 25. Steelers Bucks in 76 was 27 and the biggest oh. spread. Oh look. This is going to be fun because the Jags suck. The Broncos versus the Jaguars in 2013 were 28-point dogs. The Jags were 28-point dogs to the Broncos, the biggest spread in NFL history.
1: Damn. Just damn.
0: The 2013 Broncos were averaging 46 points a game versus the Jags' 10.2 points a game. Bruh. Like, Jesus Christ. Why are the Jags still a football team? I
1: I have no idea. Move to St.
0: Just Louis. Give them, those people something to do. Take them back to London.
1: Just give them London. You only win in London. Go go back to London. Right. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, that, that, one, that one should be ugly. That should be like 50-burger to maybe a shutout. Oh, it
1: should be a shutout.
0: Uh, so we're going to go to the Sunday night game. Your boys, the Colts. Going to the Niners, who are banged up all over the place again. This time, more on the offensive side of things, it looks like. And yeah.
1: Last year's most banged up team, and then this year's most
0: banged up. Well, one of this year's most banged up teams. And I mean, bang, still banged up. Uh, took the Cardinals to a seven point, 10 to seven game. They slowed down that offense. They couldn't, they just couldn't put the ball in the end zone.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, their defense isn't too shabby. Their defense isn't too shabby at all. Um, they're, again, they're, they're, they're relatively well coached. I like Kyle Shanahan, but yeah, their team has been underwhelming, but this is supposed to be the return of Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Yeah. Cause, uh, Trey Lance is hurt again or not. Trey again, Lance he's hurt, hurt.
1: And, and Jimmy G's all good to go. So they're not going to be going to third, their third string, whoever that is, uh, which might be still CJ B third, but, um, but yeah, the Colts are still underdogs on the road. So the 49ers are still hit favored pretty heavily. But uh, yeah, only four, only four and a half point favorites at home.
0: So uh, the Our Lads depth chart does not have a third quarterback listed for them. Oh, really? Correct. Uh, let's see.
1: Who played last week? Wasn't was, Did Trey Lance play last week?
0: Yes. Uh, they have Nate. Oh, no they, were on, oh wait, no,
1: they were on a bye. They were on a bye. Right, That's right, what right. it was. That's
0: what it was. Uh, they have Nate Sudfield on, or Sudfeld on their practice squad.
1: Oh, Philadelphia Eagles legend.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's their guy right there. That'd be that'd be the oh shit quarterback. Hmm. Love a good oh shit quarterback.
1: Colts by a hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't, Jimmy G has been struggling. Jimmy G is, and I've said it on a few different shows. I, at this point, I've lost track of the things I've said to who, where, when, why, and how. So, uh, Jimmy G just doesn't impress me. He's a good game manager, but this team is too good. They have too many athletes on offense to just dink and dunk the whole way. Um, I'm taking the Colts here.
1: Yeah. I don't want to take the Colts because usually when I take the Colts, it's, uh, it's not good. But, um, You know they're getting some pieces back. They're they're Quentin Nelson just got pulled off IR like ten minutes ago allegedly, right. so that's a good sign. And I believe somebody else got pulled off IR as well. You know, but I mean their offensive line has been playing relatively good. Carson's been on fire. He was the AFC was the offensive he had the high some highest QBR or something last week. He's been playing good. Jonathan Taylor's been playing great. The defense needs a lot of work, and that's that's the, that's the biggest thing that needs a lot of help. But um, but this is a good way for any to kind of get back in the groove, get a little bit closer to um where they need to be. They're a two and four football team right now that is really close to being a four and two football team. Right. So um, uh, you know, it's nice to be prime time. San Francisco's. I'm not saying that San Francisco is going to roll over with their bellies up. But you know, this is a. I think a good, I think it's a it's it's a pretty good matchup here. This, is, this is a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, and the the Colts struggling on defense confuses me because their defense was stout last year.
1: Yeah, injuries, man, injuries, yeah. and just age, and just schematically, I don't, I don't like what the, what their defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus has been doing.
0: Well, I mean, with a name like that, I don't know what anyone's doing. <laughs>
1: He was really good, and people we didn't want him to go. He was supposed to go be head coach the Texans, and he's like, "No, I don't want to go." People were all excited. He just it, schematically, he's just not, he's just not
0: doing it this year. Not right. doing it this year. Then uh, to round things off this week, Monday Night Football, eight fifteen p.m. on Monday night, the Saints visit the Seahawks. Uh, we got famous Jameis against Geno Smith. Oh God! Like so, this really is like two thousand fourteen.
1: Yeah, 2014. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, who would have thunk, huh? Oh boy, <laughs> who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? <laughs> Not me. I don't. I don't even. This is even. An I don't know. I, I would pick this. It, the Saints are four and a half point favorites on the road, which is something that's hard to do against Seattle. Uh, but it's so weird because the Saints are such a hot and cold team. You know, I don't know what to make of it. So. And you know what? You know, Smith had Seattle in a good place. I know it was against the Steelers, and the Steelers are a, uh, not a great
0: team, but they're either. they're good defensively. Yeah,
1: uh, I'd have to take the Saints on the road for this one. Jay, I think they're coming off of a bye week too. Jameis isn't you know isn't been playing bad. They're I think they're hoping Michael Thomas starts to, is gets back in the fold very soon.
0: But yeah, and, and that's a tough one because like he he wants to be there, but he doesn't. But he does. I... There's a the the Saints are very quietly kind of a train wreck.
1: Oh, well, they are. I knew it last year when they were seventy two million dollars. Uh, was it them or Houston? No, the Saints were like seventy two million dollars underneath the cap. They're over the cap, right? And they were just cutting dudes left and right. Their draft capital was terrible. Yeah, it saints nobody's talking about it, but they're they're not in a good way. They're well, not, and,
0: you way. know, Drew, Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball more than fit more than I mean, he could he could barely get it 15 yards. He could like that 10 yard sweet spot looked OK sometimes like and then your answer was, oh, we have a surefire Hall of Famer and a, and a, a like an NFL record holder quarterback. Uh, put in the other guy in the red zone. <laughs> what? right. And, and the other guy wasn't Jameis. <laughs> uh, the guy that I affectionately refer to as Tyson King, Taysom Hill uh, got a lot of rep, red zone reps last year. And for every, every play, he looked good and, you know, knifed through an offense or through a defense and scored the next one. He'd fumble the snap. Right. Hey,
1: remember that one time that Alvin Kamara was going to set the all time rushing touchdowns record in a single game and Sean Payton subbed Alvin Kamara out for Taysom Hill. Yeah.
0: What a dick. Good times. Good what times. a dick. I don't. I don't know who wins this one. I'm. I'm, The fans. What's that?
1: (laughs) The fans win this
0: game. (laughs) Yeah, because they get a Monday night off. Yeah, they go to bed early. Little 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 PTO on from the NFL in this one.
1: I know. I will be. I'll get to record, and I'll get to be in bed by ten o'clock, and I can't (laughs) wait.
0: Oh, this sucks. Like, I don't even I don't even have my own flag football game. Usually I don't get to watch much of Monday Night Football because I'm playing football myself, but we're on we're on by. We're another team on by this week. <laughs> oh, buddy. But Ugh. I'm gonna take the Seahawks in this one. I'm giving them the home field advantage. The 12th man makes a difference. Jameis right. can see, but he can't hear.
1: I'm gonna go Saints
0: on the road. I'll go Saints on the road. Uh well that that that's gonna do it, man. That's gonna wrap it up uh for the for the week seven, big time bye week preview, uh, you know, and nice, nice short slate of games this week. Cause everybody and their brother, like apparently all the good teams are on by, Um, uh, yep. so
1: really messing up my, I just looked at one of my fantasy lineups. Luckily it's only a $10 league. Josh, you got to see this thing. It's, it's oh. abysmal.
0: Oh boy. I'll, it's
1: abysmal. So we'll, 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 we'll my...
0: trade abysmal, uh, abysmal fantasy lineups when we get done here. <laughs>
1: So, yes, yeah, so, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, four starters on, on bye and four uh, on IR. <laughs> oh,
0: brutal. Oh, that's so bad. That's a tough look all around. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Bridgewater and Geno Smith are my quarterbacks in my one league.
1: God, God bless you.
0: <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to read you down my starters. Bridgewater Smith, Cooper Cup, Mooney from Chicago, Samuel, Naheem Hines, who, fuck that dude. (laughs) Like, so, so ungodly annoying. Uh, Latavius Murray, Zach Ertz, Sterling Shepard, and Christian Kirk. There is one player on my bench who is slated to score points this week. And it's Devontae Parker. Oh, my God. So Jared Cook on by Baker Mayfield out. Chase Claypool by Williams by Knox by Eckler by Diggs by Allen by Kittle IR. Devontae Parker, the only guy on my bench slated to score. And he's questionable.
1: I got nothing. <laughs> I, I didn't even. I... Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Five guys on IR. I have five guys in an IR. My oh
0: apologies. Oh God. <laughs> not, not to, to one up
1: you, but yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a and, and,
0: and to date, I've used ten of my twenty allowed ads in this league because we had to put a limit oh. on it because, like, there there were dudes that were like, "Oh, I'm just gonna add this guy and this guy and this guy," and like we're making five and six moves a week, and by the end of the season they had thirty moves, and we're like, "What the hell?" So we had to we had to put a limit. Had to put a limit on it.
1: Yeah, some people make it really tough to kind of let the rules go but oh i know that pain i know that Uh pain oh god everything is awful
0: (laughs) everything sucks it all sucks sucks. everybody sucks oh this is so bad so well this is the part of the show where i'm gonna let you plug all your stuff uh you know all 19,000 shows that you do and all the fun stuff you got going on so feel free
1: All right. So, uh, so yeah, I have a million, I have a million shows. Uh, I really do. So Jaws is a part, as mentioned, of my two point conversation. Uh, I call it a family because we're, we're a very good group of dudes. I I, I love chatting football with each and every one of them. We have episodes six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Of course, uh, every day is something different. Very proud of that fact. Uh, I have a host of other shows, the panel discussion, which is comic book talk. Uh, Eat, sleep, list, which its final episode of season three is is airing this uh, this Friday. Retro pop, which is bi-weekly pop culture uh, stuff and things. Harley kayfabe, which is uh, pro wrestling talk, typically every other week. And I feel like I'm I have so many. <laughs> I, I, Section six, WrestleCast cast, which comes back soon once uh, high school wrestling season gets going again. Oh, Colts fans in Bills land—that's kind of important. Colts fans in Bills land. Um, so that's me just showing my stuff, but in all seriousness, everybody go check out our network, BICBP-radio.com. It's, uh, you know, I'm very proud of everybody that's joined our network, our, stu- our, you know, our studio space, of course, but our network, um, you know, importantly too, very, uh, very good group of people. I only want the best around me. And right now I have the best around me. So, um, and that's thanks to people like Jaws and, in Austin and everybody else who you keep around you. So thank you, Josh, for being a part of our network, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to, uh, to, to call you a friend.
0: Well, I, uh, I appreciate it, my man. Cause, uh, we, I wouldn't be part of the network if it wasn't for you, uh, reaching out to me and saying like, Hey man, would this be something you'd be interested in and me and my, uh, I don't even know what we'll call it, but I, uh, you know, I was, I was skeptical of it cause I'm like, this sounds way too good to be true. Uh, yeah. like, why does this dude want to like help me out so much with like for nothing in return? And here we are working together. You know, you fill in on my show. I have, you know, me and you do one of the days uh, on Two Point Together now. I've grown to four shows myself. Um, who knows? Maybe someday we'll get back to the Network Sports Talk Show. But, you know, we'll see about that. Getting five guys in the room at the same time is pretty tough. It's, it's but, very uh, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, I, I wouldn't be – I mean, I, I, got, I got a job in radio on the air because of this and because of, because of you. And I, I thank you for that every time I get a oh, chance um, and, you know, and just growing more and more and more. So uh, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you coming on.
1: Of course. This is a lot of fun, dude. I thank you for having me. Thank you Anytime.
0: Me. That being said, hats, stats, and stats part of the BSCBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can find us on Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google podcasts, Amazon music, anywhere else you get your Oosie juicy podcast earwig from. Uh, and Uh, You can also check us out. Uh, We have a show on internet radio on Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Download the MyTuner app and look up Can You Dig Sports? We'll be on our show Shot Takes. Me and the boys kind of rotate through, do some segments on that. Uh, You can also get that on www.thejukeboxradio.com. Just click on uh, Can You Dig Sports and we'll be on there on the weekends. Sundays we do NFL preview uh, key storylines for the week and then break down each matchup, like kind of like we just did today. Uh, On Saturdays, it's general sports talk, anything you can, you know, can think of in sports. We've done mailbag, we've done football, baseball, hockey, MMA, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, so check that out too. Like, follow, share, subscribe, find us on social media. We've got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You guys know how to search stuff for that. Type in hats, tats, and stats. I show up. I promise. I kind of designed it that way. Uh, That being said, thanks for tuning in guys. We will catch you next week on hats, tats, and stats. Hi, I'm young Andrew Wentz. My dream is to be a podcaster on an awesome network talking about race.
1: Having fun. Whoa, what's
0: that beam of life? Hey young Andrew Lens. It's me, Andrew Lens from the Future, telling you that your dream is gonna come true.
1: What? No way! Yeah, you're gonna have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on BICA Favorite!